first. What's uh, what's new and different for 2023-2024 in your district? Well, um, to be honest with you, we're doing much of the same kind of work. Uh, we had a successful plan last year, so it's continuing to accelerate what we were doing last year. Um, it was a successful uh, model and produced good results. So um, as steady as she goes. We've had two themes uh, in our back-to-school stories so far from all around the metro, really all around Georgia. One of those is shortages, teacher shortages, bus driver shortages, staff shortages. Are you seeing that, and what are you doing to combat any of those? I'll tell you, we had a, we've had a very successful recruiting season. We still have a few vacancies. We have about 50 bus driver vacancies, but uh, we have staff members that are covering those vacancies to make sure our students get to and from school. Uh, recruiting is a 24-7, 365 day a year job. Uh, we, we've had a very successful recruiting season. We have a couple dozen teacher vacancies left. We still have a couple of days to go. We will continue working on, on those vacancies. We have contingency plans where there are vacancies. So I would say all in all, we're better off this year than we were in the last couple of years. How short do you think you are from what you is, what's ideal for you? Well, we're at a 99% fill rate. So we got 1% to go. Um, I will say an organization as large as, as we are, um, that's, that's a very successful uh, rate of, of return and retention and recruitment. And so uh, we'll just continue to, to uh, you know, whittle away at the vacancies that we have. They will occur throughout the year. People come and go in large organizations. Uh, and so it's not unusual for a vacancy to exist. But we're in really good shape for Monday when students return. The other theme we have seen is security. That's not surprising, of course. So we've heard, for example, about a new setup they're using in Gwinnett County that's sort of like a panic button. You hit an app several times uh, to get uh, to get security's attention. There was a, a bit of a scare in a Barrow County school yesterday. Are you guys implementing anything new there? Do you have any particular security concerns? I see. You're, he's waving a badge at me for the radio. Yeah, we, uh, we, we, have, we implemented that last year. Um, our school board just a couple of years ago invested more than $6 million on safety and security additions. And so in, in that area as well, you know, you can never be fully ready, but we're, we are diligent and we have the tools and resources necessary to make sure that our students and staff are safe. And, and we're in a position to respond should something happen. Uh, we have a myriad of tools, everything from the, the crisis go badge alerts where we can get a geolocation if somebody pushes the button and there's an emergency. It immediately calls first responders to additional safety equipment uh, in, located in our schools, security film on doors. Uh, we've invested heavily in technology, flock camera systems that read every tag that comes on a school campus and that's run against a criminal database. Uh, we, we, we have um, invested millions and millions of dollars uh, as it relates to school safety. Uh, but once again, it's school safety is everybody's business and we have to be vigilant and work together to make sure that our students and staff remain safe at all times. It's easy to imagine right now that the depths of the pandemic was a lifetime ago. You know, I just got done traveling and nobody mentioned it. I didn't see a single mask, but really, it's certainly not true. And especially when you're talking about young lifetimes as school students, I know you have made this a priority already. Talk to me about post-pandemic catch-up. Where do you think you are and what do you think is still lacking? Well, the truth of it is, you know, this is a long-term investment and strategy to make sure that our students not only get beyond the, the, the pandemic experience academically, socially, uh, but, but also to, to move forward, to accelerate. The, the good news is, is that our strategy has been paying off here in Fulton. The most recent results of milestones indicate that our students not only um, 
did as well as their pre-pandemic levels of achievement, but actually have surpassed them in several several places and several grades. So we're optimistic uh, that our strategy is paying dividends and that our students um, are advancing at a nice pace. Would you have predicted that they might catch up that quickly, you know, a couple years ago? No, no, honestly, we didn't. But it's a testament to our teachers and our administrators, school board members and broader community coming together and making this priority. But I want you to know that we have students that they enroll in our school district from other places across the country on a daily basis. And we have some students in our district that haven't caught up. So we will continue to focus on, on that as a priority in Fulton County Schools. But I will say that relative to where we were pre, pre-pandemic, we're in a really good place academically. How long-term a thing do you think the recovery will be? For example, how many more years might go by before I don't have to ask you about that again at the first of the year? Well, I think we're approaching that point now, but that's on the whole, right? So every student is, is unique and individual, has individual needs. So I think it's really um, a, a question about how does every student, each, each single student, get past that experience. And on average, our students have already done that, but we really need to focus on the students that haven't gotten it yet. Not asking you to take any kind of political position, of course, but we've heard this around the country, uh, parents complaining about politics, books, students going home and complaining, teachers in some places on pins and needles. Are you concerned about that? And have you seen any of it here? Uh, yes, you know we're, we don't exist in a vacuum, and so the 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 politics that are that are you know uh, entrenched in the federal government and, uh, nationally and even state and locally uh, make their way into our classrooms. Unfortunately, um, our teachers have been instructed, and they've done a really good job of closing the door and teaching the subjects that they're supposed to teach under Georgia law and Fulton County policy. So, to the fullest extent possible, we we try to insulate our students and our teachers from that. Uh, but, you know, it's it's the reality, the, the, life, the reality is that, um, you know, what happens outside the school building uh, makes its way into the school building. It's a fine line, I know, right? Because everybody sees outside, everybody has an opinion, and it's, it's to a point where, and not just at school, man, even at, you know, Thanksgiving dinner, you don't even want to get too far into talking about what you saw on the news last night. Absolutely. Uh, the good news is we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of content to cover. Uh, So we don't have time for those kinds of distractions. If only we could say the same here at the radio station, buddy. That would we would all be better off, I think. Um, Okay, that's all I've got here. Do you have anything you would like uh, for people to hear? We'll air this Monday morning. So anything I've skipped that you'd like to mention or get across? Well, just be be patient with us, folks. We're going to have 90,000 students uh, making their way to school on Monday, either by bus, by car or walking. Uh, That's going to require some patience and some diligence. You know, we want to make sure that that people are cognizant of school buses being out there, making sure that they're watching for pedestrian traffic, bicycle riders, and uh, not speeding around school zones. We want to make sure that we get our school students, our students to school safely, uh, and and so that we can 